Welcome to My Cyborg Life, where we attempt to tackle the daily struggles of people with Parkinson's by providing an interactive community in which to offer advice, suggestions, solutions, and relief. We also explore deep brain stimulation as an option of treatment by highlighting my personal journey with Parkinson's disease and DBS. I'm Kevin Denicky, your host, and this is My Cyborg Life. Listeners and fellow Parkinson warriors, marhaba! Welcome back to my cyborg life. I'm your host Kevin Denicky. This is our second episode called "Go with Your Gut." In today's segment, we're going to discuss the relationship between gut health and brain health, and the relationship between the human body's two brains and two nervous systems. Say what? Two brains, two nervous systems? Excuse me, Kevin. Have you gone mad? A little bit mental? Uh, well, no, I haven't. Not only will I break it all down for you today. I will also give you four tips I use to promote my own gut health and brain health connection. And once again, thank you for joining us at My Cyborg Life. I'm Kevin Denicky, your host. Uh, I really appreciate your support and listening. Uh, The last time we spoke, we talked about taking things back from Shelby at the end, you know. Um, Shelby's my evil Parkinson's persona, if you remember. Um... I talked about taking back my pants and belt, you know, one of the first things that she took from me. I reclaimed it. And uh, I've reclaimed a few more things since then, uh, the main thing being underwear. Uh, Bye-bye diapers. Uh, I've been wearing only underwear for the last few days, even at night, and zero accidents. This is a big achievement, you know, thank God. Um, You know, maybe Andrew Christian or Aussie Bum is looking for a Parkinson's underwear spokesmodel, huh? I need to get in the underwear game, huh? I don't know about that. Um, We'll see. But, uh... One thing I have been trying to focus on more is my gut. I have maybe about two and a half abs towards my six-pack, so I'm working on that. But what I'm really talking about is gut health on the inside and the connection between gut health and brain health. Basically, always trust your gut. It knows what your head hasn't figured out. How many times have you heard the phrase, trust your gut, or heard the expression, I've got butterflies in my stomach? Or you've had that feeling that you can feel in the pit of your stomach? This is because the gut and the brain are very connected, probably a lot more than you would think. This is all because of a network of about 100 million neurons that line our guts and have led to our gastrointestinal tract being called our second brain. The gut actually has its own nervous system, called the enteric nervous system. Um, Our second brain doesn't think like our regular brain, but it does serve a very important purpose in that it works in partnership with our first brain by telling us what's wrong, or even better, what is right. In a production sense, the main purpose of the neurons in the gut is to control digestion. In a partnership sense, Parkinson's symptoms like apathy, anxiety, or depression could be our gut's microbiota telling us through the vagus nerve that something isn't quite right. And the more we get in tune with what our bodies are telling us and how they work, the more we are able to live a more fulfilled, healthy, and complete life. So listen to your two brains and go with your gut. Now, just some basic facts about the gut-brain connection. Basically, the gut and brain are in constant bidirectional communication through the vagus nerve. The bacteria in the gut digest the food you eat and create neurotransmitters. The lining of our gut contains an independent nervous system called the enteric nervous system. And studies in mice show that changes in microbiome or gut bacteria change their behavior. This could very well happen in humans, too. This brings us into nutrition and Parkinson's. There are so many diets out there, and some work and some don't. Parkinson's is a really tricky disease. 
There are common symptoms, but they hit every one of the 60 million people in the world living with Parkinson's differently. Moreover, one therapy or medicine regimen may work for well, well for some and not others, or may work for one person for a little time and then you need to change it. You're always adapting your medicine. you got to play around with it all the time. Lots of trial and error over and over again. So something will work for a little while, and then you got to switch it up or switch the timings up or something, or um, you know, figure something out. It's one of the really frustrating things with Parkinson's for sure. Um, here I'm going to share some of the things that helped me. Uh, basically, when it comes to nutrition, I developed a macrobiotic quasi-vegetarian diet. Prebiotic, probiotic, macrobiotic, microbiota, antibiotic. We probably heard all of these words before, but what do they mean? And more importantly, how are they related to a healthy gut and health, health in general? Well, microbiota are basically the colony of bacteria living in our gut. The right balance of bacteria is directly related to our health in general, as well as our brain health. If we have a healthy balance of good bacteria, our brain sends positive signals. If we have an unhealthy growth of bad, bad, bad bacteria called dysbiosis, then our brain receives messages that may lead to a difference in mood, anxiety, and depression. This bad bacteria is also responsible for creating toxins that interrupt the metabolic pathways that produce neurotransmitters. So feelings of fear, anxiety, sadness can increase the stress response and affect the gut bacteria balance, causing dysbiosis, which triggers a gut reaction, which in turn triggers the enteric nervous system, often causing things like inflammation and pain. There are four steps I tried to implement in my daily life in order to optimize my gut-brain connection. These basic steps can work for you too. You just need to adapt, it, adapt them with your own personal style. Add your own little flair to it. And now it's time for the Healthy Gut Top 4 Countdown. I guess what I learned is, if you're going to reach for a star, reach for the lowest one you can. And these words of wisdom from Jerry Blank from Strangers with Candy will bring us to our first step. Step 1. Lower your stress levels. Lowering the amount of stress in your life has a direct effect on the relationship between your brain and your gut. When we go into the fight or flight mode, especially during off episodes or off times, we raise our cortisol and non-epheferine levels, which cause inflammation or pain, which in turn affects gut bacteria, and it's the precursor to chronic neurological diseases like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Your emotional response to your surroundings can directly lead you into a chronic state of anxiety and hysteria, putting you on the defensive, or you can take a positive, proactive approach by going on the offensive and train your brain to go into the de-stress mode. During off episodes, I tell myself, relax, I've been through this before, you've been through this so many times before, you'll get through it again, don't worry, it takes a little time, just breathe, relax, don't sweat the small stuff, and don't work yourself too hard so that your energy is all spent afterwards. During my on times, I try to balance my stress levels through exercise, yoga, meditation, listening to music, taking a contemplative walk, writing my blog, doing this podcast, participating in a hobby. Sometimes I just take a nap. Find something that works for you, and more importantly, implement it in your daily routine. Step two, get good sleep. A good night's sleep is essential for good health. Uh, and this is probably the hardest one for me or anyone with Parkinson's, really, because insomnia is one of the non-motor symptoms of Parkinson's. Um, uh, I can't remember the last time I had a solid eight hours of sleep, especially since I need to take my medicine every three hours for the most part. I haven't had much success in this uh, uh, getting a good night's sleep thing, but there's still a few things I still try regardless. 
Some things do work, you know, help. some things do help. One thing that helps is taking a shower before bed and visualizing all the toxins and bad stuff being cleansed from my body and washed down the drain. Sometimes I vocalize it by saying, bye-bye, Shelby. You can't bother me tonight. I'm flushing you down the drain. Leave me alone. I'm getting a good night's sleep. You know, sweet dreams. This may sound stupid, but it helps, you know. Or at least I think it helps. It eases my mind a little bit. I've tried melatonin supplements, but they didn't really do too much for me. But they have worked wonders for others that I know. Some, some people I know, they work wonders for them. Um, one, one thing that works, but maybe the hardest, is to put your smartphone away and don't play around with it before trying to sleep. This is hard because everyone is so addicted to their phones these days. What I do now is I cast a playlist of my Parkinson, one of my Parkinson's mixes onto the TV and I play music. I put my phone on the nightstand and I leave it alone until the morning. Well, I try to leave it alone. Sometimes I have to t play with it a couple times before I actually listen to my own advice. Um, exercise helps um, control sleep pattern. You know, if you exercise throughout the day, it'll help control your sleep pattern at night. You know, you don't need to exercise necessarily right before bed. But some bedtime yoga or stretching might help you get to sleep sooner and sleep better when you actually get to sleep. Step three, consume prebiotics and probiotics. You hear a lot about probiotics. You don't really hear too much about prebiotics, but prebiotics are actually, I think, more important. Um, eating an anti-inflammatory diet, like I mentioned, I, I try to do with myself, directly affects the body's overall health and wellness. Pre and probiotics are two gut-healthy powerhouses that are critical to keep gut microbiota healthy. To help stop inflammation in the digestive tract and to help support a healthy balance of good and bad bacteria. A key to keeping a healthy gut is to eat a lot of prebiotic foods like asparagus, onions, garlic, and bananas, which act as a food for the good bugs, the probiotics. And in some probiotic food, add in some probiotic foods like fermented kimchi, yogurt, sauerkraut, and kombucha, and your brain and gut will be very happy. So basically, prebiotics versus probiotics. Once again, prebiotics are plant fibers that feed the good gut bacteria. Um, that live in your gut. Foods with prebiotics, once again, asparagus, bananas, garlic, leeks, onions, artichokes, great sources of prebiotics. And they act as the food for the probiotics. Probiotics are living microorganisms that add the good gut bacteria, add the good bacteria to your gut. So you want probiotics. Foods with probiotics are yogurt, kefir, lime, uh, sauerkraut, kimchi, fermented kimchi, kombucha, miso, tempeh, um, any one of these will give you a little added probiotic. So basically, basically, once again, the prebiotics are the plant fibers that act as food for the good gut bacteria, which are the probiotics. And when you have the good gut bacteria, the probiotics will make better neurotransmitters than bad bacteria. Step four is reframing your thoughts. Reframe rational thinking. Rational thinking is like when you say, I can't do this. This is the worst thing ever. Um, it's catastrophic thinking. And then you can say, instead, this situation is really difficult, but I will get through it. Or you think, if this isn't perfect, then it's, it's a complete failure. It's all or nothing thinking. Instead, you can say, perfect is unrealistic. Giving it all, giving it my all is all, all that matters. As long as I try hard, it doesn't have to be perfect. Oh, that doesn't count. It was a total luck. Disqualifying the positive thinking. You can say, instead, you know, I worked really hard and I'm proud of myself. Being aware of your innermost thoughts and voice is fundamental, a fundamental part of both your physical and mental health. Unfortunately for me, I have about 17 or 18 inner voices to contend with. <laughs> but fortunately, I've always been a pretty happy-go-lucky kind of guy, easygoing, relaxed most of the time. But according to a nurse in the ER the last time I was there, I do have the tendency to be a bit spastic, which I agree with. You know, I have a touch of spastic diva in me, I guess. Um, 
nonetheless, I just I like to laugh at life. I laugh through life, and most of all, I love to laugh at myself. Self depreciation gets you can help you get through your Parkinson's too. You know, I always try to have a smile on my face, and I take great joy in putting a smile on other people's faces too. That sounds cheesy, but I do. You know, as well as a good laugh in their belly, it helps stimulate that good gut bacteria. It's always a plus too, added bonus. So try to always think positive thoughts. Positive attracts positive. Negative attracts negative. Simple as that. Uh, try manifesting positive thoughts in your morning affirmation or meditation. You know, I recommend doing some morning affirmation and salute the day, do some yoga and meditation in the morning. Keep a gratitude journal. Try doing something different. Take up a new hobby. I took a boxing conditioning class at my gym in Bahrain and I loved it. I kept reading about the positive effects of boxing on, on PWPs or people with Parkinson's. One day I decided just to stop reading about it and talking about it and thinking about it and actually do it. It works wonders on helping rewire the brain and it put me in way better physical and mental shape. Such an uh, amazing class. Uh, it was um, boxing conditioning. Uh, I recommend it for anyone with Parkinson's. It totally rewires your brain. It was a great exercise. You know, so much can be done to promote better brain health and gut health. And most of it is relatively easy depending on how you're progressing with Parkinson's and how you're responding to medication and treatment. You know, always talk to your doctor or doctors. How your small intestines absorbs your medication can also indicate how well your body is regulating levels of dopamine and how crazy that roller coaster of your on and off times will be with your medication. If the medication isn't absorbing properly, the gut is probably trying to tell the brain something is out of balance or something's wrong. So trust your gut, go with your gut, and feed your gut with prebiotic, non-inflammatory foods, and you will be on track for better gut health and brain health and the proper balance between the brain and the enteric nervous system via that good old vagus nerve. Well, folks, that brings us to an end of this episode of My Cyborg Life. Once again, I'd like to thank all of you for listening and for your support. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us for free on Spotify. Just click that follow button and also the bell to get notifications of our latest podcasts. You can also find us on other platforms like Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. Pretty much wherever you'd like to join us, we're there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok at MyCyborgLife. You can also donate to MyCyborgLife at MyCyborgLife.com. Your generous support will help me spread our message to the over 60 million people living worldwide with Parkinson's who hope to improve their quality of life. Once again, thank you, and we'll see you next time. In our next episode, we're going to discuss how to deal with freezing episodes and gate freezing during our off times with with Parkinson's. Um, I'm going to offer several tricks of the trade that I learned along the way in my personal Parkinson's journey. Um, some things I learned from doctors, social workers, physical therapists, occupational therapists, nurses, friends. Um, some things I learned on my own, my own research, um, or my own intuition. Like, hey, let me try this, see if this works. Sometimes it works for a little while and you need to switch it up and stay one step ahead of Shelby all the time. This is where I go into, um, what I call creating a new construct and um, it's basically me using a combination of these tricks to create a new construct in what I call the Kovacs method. Have a question about today's episode or something related to your experience with Parkinson's that you'd like to share? Well, I would love to hear from you. Spotify has an option to leave voice messages. Simply leave me a message 
and it may include it in our occasional audience Q&A podcast. Plus, you will have a chance to win one of many fabulous prizes available exclusively to my Cyborg Life podcast subscribers. This is Kevin Denicky signing off. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time at My Cyborg Life.